0: DJPK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. We are joined now by Samson Nakua, BYU wide receiver, and he joins us on the Smart Rain guest line. Best State Award winner Smart Rain has an incredible Black Friday offer running for the entire month of November. Smart Rain is giving free controllers along with a free Apple iPad to commercial properties who sign up with a paid cellular hosting subscription. Please visit smartrain.net or call 877-346-3333. Samson, good morning.
1: Good morning. How
0: are you guys? I'm good. I, I'm wondering which of the uh, Jekyll and Hyde, uh, Samson, Nakua's I'm talking to. Am I, am I talking to the nice guy who you see after practice and he's <laughs> making jokes about the length of his hair? Or I'm talking to that foul-mouthed bleep who's out there taunting people during games and can't wait for the play to end so he can start yakking
1: again? Yeah, you know, it's uh, early morning, so you're getting a nice, end. Today, uh, oh, good. The okay. Trash talk. I'll save it for the field.
0: <laughs> the game was streamed, so a lot of people didn't get to see it. But, Samson, they got under your skin or you got under yours because every time they took a shot at you, you and some dude, and it was different dudes for their team, were barking at each other. And when you finally bait one of them into a 15-yard penalty, and I saw you gotta up, get up, you knew you did it. It was like your goal, your mission at that point was to get 15 yards on that guy. And your brother jumps him and wrecks the thing, and it's offsetting penalties. What did you tell your brother?
1: Oh my goodness. I was gonna slap him in the back of the head. I was like, Bro, what do you do? And I was like, Coach, you don't say stay calm and collected. I was calm and collected. I was ready to get the guy in. Puka came and puka case and shave my butt a little bit. The little big brother just watching out for me thankfully. <laughs> but it was all good, you know. Uh I think we went down and scored on the drive, so you know, it was okay for him to do that. <laughs> I wasn't too mad, but uh
2: We saw your brother got a little banged up. How's he feeling today?
1: Oh, he's a little soft he's fine (laughs) he's being soft I I, I went to the tent after and I slapped him I was like hey stop being soft I was like not in the south I was like everyone's already on our heads right now so I was like we can't be soft and thankfully he got up and came back into the game (laughs) but he's okay
0: so was there a brief moment there? Because your brother scored on the first play of the second quarter. It's 14-3. And then they take over. Touchdown. They stop you on downs. They get another score. And I'm sure there were some Cougar fans having Coastal Carolina flashbacks. But you guys, <laughs> from the moment they took the lead, you dominated the rest of the game. So uh, what happened for yeah. 10 minutes there? You guys just lose focus?
1: Um, I think we just started off a bit slow. Um, I think with the offense, we were just moving a bit slowly. Same with the defense. Everyone just had to adjust, um, get a feel for the for the team and what they were doing, and uh, then just get rolling with what we had schemed up. Um, Passing to the end zone that he should have caught, I should have put us up even. We should have been up 14-3, I think. Um, but it was just everyone just coming out a little slow, but uh, everyone was able to just stay with their heads on and just keep working and uh, just came out on top.
2: (laughs) With your experience at the University of Utah for many years, are you going to tell these boys what it's like to go into the LA Coliseum and play the USC Trojans?
1: I tell them, but you know, with uh, being here at BYU, it's a little different. It's a home game everywhere we go. And uh, The last couple times I've been to the Coliseum, it has been rowdy, but it being BYU, I think it's going to be a home home advantage for us. So it's going to be an interesting change of uh, things with uh, with going up there. But um, it's going to be a good game no matter what their record is and how they're playing. Um, USC is always a really good team, so it's going to be a battle no matter what.
0: Well, Samson, now with name, image, and likeness money, you're actually paid to say stuff like that. But USC is 4-6. <laughs> and six. And they've lost four of the last five games, and UCLA just beat them sixty-two to thirty-three. So I think the Cougar fans sitting in the car right now shaking their heads, saying, "Samson, come on!"
1: <laughs> oh, for sure. But um, shoot, we've uh, everyone looks throughout our season. We could definitely be uh, what ten and one. Yeah. Um, and so we've always had our fair shares of not showing up to games. So um, anything, anything. Can happen in this game of football. Um, any team could show up and honestly swing things a different way than people would assume they are going. So, um, And it's Pac 12 football. USC has always been a top dog no matter what, and they're still putting points up on the board. So it's going to be a battle no matter what, and it's going to be a fun game yeah. going down in the Coliseum.
2: You look at it uh, Utah State, senior night, first place on the line, playing last place Wyoming. Wyoming drills them. So certainly SC is capable of doing that. I, w- I would think that that's going to be the message. And b- because of the fact of last game and all that stuff, there shouldn't be any lack of attention or focus going into this game.
1: Exactly. It's their senior night probably, too, for them. So, you know, they're trying to make a statement for their seniors, trying to send them out with some love. So I think it's a senior night round three for us, So we're about to go turn up down in the Coliseum. So we've got to come out ready, do our thing, focus, Really focused in practice this week, and uh, not the not let things slip away from us, and just come out ready to hop, um, ready to play, and uh, punch him in the mouth. Twenty one zip. Hopefully, we can start it off how we've been starting a couple games.
0: Uh, you're an old guy, so I can't imagine you knew any of the eighth graders uh, when you were a senior. But are there guys on your team who know Jackson Dart? Obviously, a local guy, quarterback in USC now.
1: Um, I think there are a couple guys that uh, played with him. Um, some of our walk ons played with him uh, over at Corner Canyon, right? Yeah. Yeah, Corner Canyon. I I remember I played with one of my teammates over at uh, the U van Van Hillinger. Um he played with uh Star yeah, a little bit too. Um the the kid's good. Obviously he got the starting job over there and he's been making it work for his first year. Um he still has a couple uh lot to adjust to but he's not a bad quarterback at all. He's He's going to do good. He's going to show up with the team. And so we just got to come out and play our game. Um, I think that's the biggest thing is just being locked in for whatever they throw at us and just stick to our schemes.
2: You've mentioned now, you've been on with us this entire season several times about these away games and the amount of fans that BYU has had. And you've said that, you know, it's like a home game and you've gone out of your way to mention it. So were you surprised? Have you been surprised? Is this something you expected when you went out on the road?
1: No, total, total surprise. Um, I definitely understood that, you know, the church is everywhere. We send missionaries all over the world, across the state. um, But I didn't know how much love we really hold and how many fans we really have. And people like, look up to BYU football and just BYU athletics. So um, it's been honestly so fun being able to go to any away game and see more than half the stadium or at least half of the stadium. Our fans cheering us on, hearing BYU chant, BYU chant in Georgia was unreal. Going to Baylor, hearing BYU chant, it was unreal. And um, I believe going to LA, it's going to be the same thing. And um, it's just going to be—it's been amazing to for it to be a home game everywhere we go. I've never experienced anything like it, and it's—it's it's been all love.
0: You know, it'll be interesting. Uh... I don't know that it'll be like everywhere else you've gone. I, I think it could be even more intense because there are so you drive you draw a 2 or 3 hour circle around the LA Coliseum and there are a lot of people who are BYU fans and that doesn't count the people who want to leave colder weather for warmer weather here and are planning to go down on a holiday weekend. I, I don't know. I guess Vegas in the opener. I, I think I think it'll be that and it it might be a little bigger even.
1: I think so too. Coliseum people it's going to be I think it's going to go crazy, too. I believe so, and I'm I'm excited for it because I remember going out to Vegas and I was not expecting that in Vegas. and I can only imagine now people want to come see this game because everyone knows it's going to be a battle. No matter USC's record, it's going to be a good battle. And it's going to be fun to watch both teams perform out there.
2: So what would 5-0 and in the Pac-12 play mean to the guys at BYU? Because that's what you're shooting for.
1: Shoot, um... I think that will mean a lot for them and, uh, in the upcoming years and uh, and wherever wherever it takes them in the Big 12 or and uh, upcoming schedules. It just gives them more confidence to show them that hey man, if you believe in this team and you believe in your coaches and you just work hard and stick to the Sixers schemes, that uh, any you can make it work no matter where you're at. No matter if you thought any team was a power five, they were better than BYU. Always like hey, we we had the hardest schedule BYU's had in probably like 20 years I think and, we can end out at 10-2. We could have had a better season, but 10-2 and twos shows we can rock with anyone and play with anyone in the nation, and um, hopefully it just gives the guys confidence for the upcoming years.
0: Samson Nakua joining us, BYU wide receiver. As uh, the season kind of, uh, you know, you tick down on the number of games here. Does, does the end of the year sneak up on you? Do you feel like an old guy? Do you get a little misty-eyed once in a while?
1: I do. I do get... I feel I feel a little old, obviously. Uh, talking to these guys, give them some knowledge that I've got over the years and I'm still looking back and my like, dang, I never thought I'd be in this position to be able to just give back knowledge. I'm um, just so excited. i always just be learning myself and just keep trying to improve myself and never thinking about others and teaching and helping others, but it's been such a long ride and it's crazy. It's, it's I'm trying not to cry about it. <laughs> but... Yeah, it's been crazy. I've been loving it, especially coming back down to BYU. All the love down here and everything about down here has been amazing.
2: You talk about how you still like Utah and you still have a connection to them. Has this sort of been the best of both for you? Because you're winning at a high level. You beat Utah. And now it looks like Utah has got a realistic about shot to, win to win go to the Rose Bowl.
1: Yeah, yeah. Those guys back exactly. about to the Pack 12 over there. Those are my dogs going <laughs> over there whooping whooping organs but, huh? Yeah. gunking them. They should have passed the controls early right before halftime, time. The should have stepped onto the plane. <laughs> Shoot, those are my dogs right there. They've been killing them. I went to Sunday yesterday, I went to go visit some of them. I leave and go just go get some breakfast with them and eat and catch up. Um, it was really cool, honestly, to see them doing really good and um having a having a hard year losing one of our teammates and uh but then, you know, just picking it up and uh just fighting, and it's been, it's been awesome to see them doing their thing right
0: now. I mean, we see it, but you played there, and you know the guys. What, what is the emotion? I mean, I don't even know if you can put it into words. When Covey steps out of the last tackle, and he's at the 20, and everybody knows he's going into the end zone with zeros on the clock. If they push him out of bounds at the 25, it's all for oh. show, but it doesn't matter. But he steps yeah. out of there, it just looked like bedlam
1: man it was wonderful I was jumping cheering on the plane because that's when they was seen it um, and it was all love from the whole plane actually everyone was going crazy for Cubby <laughs> everyone loves Cub everyone knows Cubby, uh, the hometown hero from Provo and Salt Lake just killed it and, uh, he's been a hero to everyone in Utah honestly Cubby's been doing his thing for a lot of years now out here in college but <laughs> he's been uh, he's been a great mentor for everyone and it's just it's really cool to see him keep doing his thing
0: yeah for sure
2: there's been some talk of Kalani, you know, that's put together two very good seasons, obviously, and he's drawn some interest potentially for some other programs because this time of year, every year, there's always a bunch of openings. There's already three in the Pac-12. There might be more and all that stuff. Uh, what would you say to the administration as far as them making more of a financial commitment to the program to make sure Kalani stays?
1: Um. It would be in their best interest to keep the man. Um, Me and my brother played at different programs, and we loved it there, and we were dedicated and (laughs) loved everything about our programs. But um, just coming back down here, it was a different vibe. Um, The love, the friendship that we have with not just the team, but our coaches, and it doesn't even feel like it's a coach and player bond. It just feels like we're friends, and that we can talk to each other about anything, whether it be football or life um everyone's just able to talk and just lay, lay it all on the table and um they got to keep a man like that um not only does he change it on the field but he changes our lives off and um after our losses we didn't even talk about the loss in the game he just told us to go smile and go hug our families and tell them how much we would love them and tell them how thankful we are for them for coming out and um try to show gratitude for our family and uh I don't know it's a it's a lot bigger than uh, football around here, and um it just means a lot more to players i think and um to myself for sure, and they gotta keep a man like that because he just makes a bigger impact than people know.
0: So when you look around the country, you see fan bases that think they win because of the letters on the, on the chest or the logo on the helmet. And there is a certain entitlement that comes with that. And I know it's an Alabama and Ohio State thing, but it is much bigger than that and much more pervasive than that. Can you explain to people how much the people matter the logo stays the same, but the people change and how different it is based on the people who are running the show.
1: Oh, it's very different. Um, shoot, uh, Utah is the same way up there. Um, dedicated by the logos. Um, we grind up there. Uh, Utah, we're, we respect the process to a T right? Like It's a grind just like Ohio State, like Alabama. I think Utah's grind is just like theirs. I don't doubt it one bit. and um, You're always going to get players that are dedicated to the game and, uh, will never disrespect this process. You know, they're they're willing to die for it. Um, and um, sometimes it almost feels like it's just, how can I explain it? Sometimes at those programs it almost feels like it's almost like a military base. You know, we do what we're told and commanded. And um, you do it because you love the team and you love the coaches and you respect and you want to do it and you want to make it to where you want to get in this life, so you do it. And, um, but when you have someone that's just there and shows you that there's just more to it, that he wants you to respect his process and grind and love it. And I don't, it's a hard, I don't really know how to, it's very hard to explain, but there's just something that down here shows that there's just more than football that we can teach and grow to be better young men in our lives and helping with our families. Because this game translates so much more to our regular lives, And um, sometimes over at other schools, it feels like it's just straight football. And uh, sometimes they forget about our – that we're actually human beings, that we're young teenagers in this this world making mistakes, trying to learn and grow up without our parents here. We're miles and miles away from our families trying to do it on our own. Of course, we're going to make mistakes. But sometimes coaches forget that we're kids and they – I don't know. It's just a lot. And uh, this program's good. They take care of you and um, they love you and uh, help you grow so much in every way possible. And it's just beautiful down here.
0: Well, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us, Samson. And uh, good luck at USC.
1: Thank you guys so much. You guys have a wonderful day.
0: Samson Nakua, BYU wide receiver, headed to the Coliseum for game number 12. The nine and two Cougars trying to hit double digits and wins back to back seasons.
2: Fantastic. <clears throat> Fantastic season if you get that. I mean, they've already had a pretty good season either way. Nine and three is nothing to sneeze at, but to go five and zip
0: in the conference of champions. Wasn't even on our radar no. at the start of the year. Are you year. kidding me? Yogi Roth, when he yeah. brought up that what was the number? Was it they can't go three and two or they can't go two and three? Can't go three and two. Three and two, yeah. yeah. And now just trying to salvage a win and nobody really thinks that's gonna happen. I think you're underestimating SC though Uh, they've got the potential I don't underestimate that at all but they've lost four out of five well they
2: suck defensively but you get a couple of turnovers or you commit a couple of turnovers you get loose with the ball their offense is pretty good their offense will score yeah Yes. Even with the loss of the best receiver. They scored, three, uh, in a, in they a, scored 33 the points yeah.
0: against UCLA, and I know the pressure was off once the game opened up. But nonetheless, they are clearly capable of doing that.
2: Right. So I don't think it's a walk in a park. Uh, I, I think it's going to be more like a little bit, uh, well, all, all am uh, trying to re- recall, Arizona, they kind of had that comfortably tension just a little bit. But the other ones have you know been pretty close games.
0: Coming up next, Britton Covey. You were wondering if he flashed the O in the end zone, and uh, I got people sending me still shots now. Apparently, there is a question. He did something that looked like that. You did not imagine it. Okay. Now, what exactly was he doing? Was he flashing the O? There's one other possible explanation. We will get to that next. It's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Nick Ford at 9 o'clock might be able to answer the question. Maybe Britton told him. We'll ask Nick, too. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.